cunning is often a quality in a mind that has gone wrong. Mrs. Bodeman well knew how much her presence afflicted her husband, but her nature was as relentless as his, and her hatred for him was, if possible, more bitter than his hatred for her. Wherever he went, she accompanied him, and perhaps the idea of murder would never have occurred to him if she had not been so persistent in forcing her presence upon him at all times and on all occasions. So when he announced to her that he intended to spend the month of July in Switzerland, she said nothing, but made her preparations for the journey. On this occasion he did not protest, as was usual with him, and so to Switzerland this silent couple departed. There is a hotel near the mountain tops which stands on a ledge over one of the great glaciers. It is a mile and a half above the level of the sea, and it stands alone, reached by a toilsome road that zigzags up the mountain for six miles. There is a wonderful view of snow peaks and glaciers from the verandas of this hotel, and in the neighborhood are many picturesque walks to points more or less dangerous. John Bodeman knew the hotel well, and in happier days he had been intimately acquainted with the vicinity. Now that the thought of murder arose in his mind, a certain spot two miles distant from this inn continually haunted him. It was a point of view looking over everything, and its extremity was protected by a low and crumbling wall. He arose one morning at four o'clock slipped unnoticed out of the hotel and went to this point, which was locally named the Hanging Outlook. His memory had served him well. It was exactly the spot, he said to himself. The mountain which rose up behind it was wild and precipitous. There were no inhabitants near to overlook the place. The distant hotel was hidden by a shoulder of rock. The mountains on the other side of the valley were too far away to make it possible for any casual tourist or native to see what was going on on the hanging outlook. Far down in the valley, the only town in view seemed like a collection of little toy houses. One glance over the crumbling wall at the edge was generally sufficient for a visitor of even the strongest nerves. There was a sheer drop of more than a mile straight down, and at the distant bottom were jagged rocks and stunted trees that looked in the blue haze like shrubbery. This is the spot, said the man to himself, and tomorrow morning is the time. John Bodeman had planned his crime as grimly and relentlessly and as coolly as ever he had concocted a deal on the stock exchange. There was no thought in his mind of mercy for his unconscious victim. His hatred had carried him far. The next morning after breakfast he said to his wife, I intend to take a walk in the mountains. Do you wish to come with me? Yes, she answered briefly. Very well, then, he said. I shall be ready at nine o'clock. I shall be ready at nine o'clock, she repeated after him. At that hour they left the hotel together, to which he was shortly to return alone. They spoke no word to each other on their way to the hanging outlook. The path was practically level, skirting the mountains, for the hanging outlook was not much higher above the sea than the hotel. John Bodeman had formed no fixed plan for his procedure when the place was reached. He resolved to be guided by circumstances. 
Now and then a strange fear arose in his mind that she might cling to him and possibly drag him over the precipice with her. He found himself wondering whether she had any premonition of her fate, and one of his reasons for not speaking was the fear that a tremor in his voice might possibly arouse her suspicions. He resolved that his action should be sharp and sudden, that she might have no chance either to help herself or to drag him with her. Of her screams in that desolate region he had no fear. No one could reach the spot except from the hotel, and no one that morning had left the house, even for an expedition to the glacier, one of the easiest and most popular trips from the place. Curiously enough, when they came within sight of the hanging outlook, Mrs. Bodman stopped and shuddered. Bodman looked at her through the narrow slits of his veiled eyes, and wondered again if she had any suspicion.